Hey there, welcome to Spooky Space, where me and my dad are going to do our best to scare the crap out of you. You're welcome. Hello there. What you doing? Why do I always say that, right? <laughs> Why do I always say what you doing? I know uh, what you're doing. I'm uh, living a life down here in uh, Galveston County. No way. How about that? <laughs> How are you? I'm good. You know, went for a late night run. Yeah, you don't want to do anything too healthy. but <laughs> Keep it to a minimum. Right. What you got for us, Emily? Okay, so today we are talking about uh, the Myrtle plant, the Myrtle Plantation, which is in St. Francisville, Louisiana. Uh, and they've got some ghost stories. I was going to say, it sounds kind of spooky. Yeah. <laughs> Myrtle Plantation. All right. Let's hear it. All right. So, want to start with the history? Yeah. Okay. So, it was built in 1794 by General David Bradford. And at the time that it was built, it was called Laurel Grove, not Myrtle Plantation. It was, um, somebody eventually changed the name because of all the myrtle trees that are around the house. Oh, uh, like grape myrtles? I think so. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, General David Bradford, I believe he eventually becomes a judge, and he would occasionally take in students that wanted to study law uh -huh. to live with him and, you know, study the law together. And one of them, his name was Clark Woodruff. Um, he came in to study the law and then fell in love with General David Bradford's daughter, Sarah. So Clark and Sarah got married. And then shortly after, General Bradford passed away. And Clark, Sarah, and the mother-in-law managed the Myrtle Plantation together. Uh -huh. So Clark and Sarah had three children named Cornelia, James, and Mary. And two of the children die in this story. Um, uh -huh. According to like the websites, James and Cornelia die of yellow fever. But according to some of the local legends, it's uh, foul play. Uh. So you got the history. Are you ready for the ghosts? Yeah, so let's hear it. Okay, so um, Clark and Sarah, they owned slaves because it was a southern plantation in the 1800s. Uh-huh. Um, one of the slaves, her name was Chloe, and she allegedly was having an affair with the husband, Clark. Uh-huh. Uh, rumor has it that, you know, she was a little bit jealous of the wife, and one day she was eavesdropping a little too close to um, the family and got caught. And I guess a punishment for that was uh, they cut off an ear, I think. Oh, wow. Uh -huh. So in some of the ghost sightings that have happened, you she's often seen in like a headscarf because she would wear a headscarf to cover her ears. Uh-huh. Or her ear. <laughs> one, it's either one or two. I don't know. One, two, or none. Bless her heart. Okay. Now, the legend continues with Miss Chloe. She allegedly um, baked a cake one night, that, and she crushed up oleander leaves, which I guess are poisonous. Uh-huh. Um, 
and the intent was to make the children sick and like nurse them back to health and have the husband, you know, appreciative of her. Uh But according to the legend, uh, she overdid it and killed two of the children. Oh, that's where your foul play comes in, huh? That's where the foul play comes in. Right. (laughs) Yep. Um, So the other slaves, I guess, found out that she had done that. And they were afraid that they were all going to get punished. So they kind of turned against her. And I believe the other slaves um, hung her. Uh-huh. So that's how she died. So in um, some of the photos that like guests have taken, you know, there's one photo of two women taking a selfie outside of, uh, outside of the plantation. And you can see like a little kid in the windows. And that kind of reminded me of, one of the stories that you had of our house where the kid was like, Oh yeah. That little child spirit peering through the glass. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. So there's one picture that I found online that kind of, you can really see a child spirit in the glass behind two women. Uh huh. Um, And then some of the other stories about the kids, they say that the kids, they're not exactly sure if the children know that they're dead or not but they will try to communicate with you. And the people who've worked there for a long time said, once you've been here for a while and they know who you are, and then the lady was like, and they will know who you are, they'll start to say your name. Oh, wow. Uh And then another story I saw, I believe this one was on Ghost Adventures. Um, There was, the woman is telling a story about a family who was coming to visit the uh, Myrtle Plantation. Uh Uh-huh. And so they get out of the car and she goes to greet them and the husband and wife walk up to the car and the lady says, Oh, uh, is that your daughter over there? She's so cute. And they said, we don't have a daughter. Oh, uh-huh. So <clears throat> that was a good one. Solo, solo something, huh? Mm-hmm. But the other part, the, the Chloe ghost is a little more famous for this one. And it reminds me of a story that you have as well. Uh-huh. So, I'm not sure if it was for like an insurance photo or some type of um, some type of report, but somebody was trying to take a photo of the house and nobody was supposed to be in the shot. It was just supposed to be a shot of what was the general store and the butler's pantry. Uh huh. And um, when they developed the photo, there's, there's like a little ghost in there that you can see. And a lot of people believe that that is, that's Chloe. Um, so since that photo has been taken, I guess there was a man who was kind of like a, oh, I'll say researcher because I don't exactly know what his job is, but he um, took the photo and enlarged the picture and he found that all of the proportions are human sized. Uh huh. Uh huh. And so uh, they can't debunk it, I don't think. Mm-hmm. But that reminded me of the insurance photo ghost that you have. The one uh, that I told you about. The lady at work that was showing a picture. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, first let me uh, then let me back up for a second. Did you did you say that um, the what is the ghost hunting show? Um, ghost ghost adventures. adventures. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. Did they explore this place as well? They did. Yeah. So there are some things that they were, I think, skeptical of. Like, for example, in the front in the entryway, there's a mirror, and that mirror. Uh huh handprints appear on it all the time and you can clean it and they'll come right back. But I feel like they don't really buy into the handprint stuff very much, but yeah, they were there. Yeah. I like those kind of shows and I'm all, 
entertained by them. But uh, the grain of salt you have to have is is those are like TV shows, and so they're you wonder how much stuff is real and how much is just you know because the audience, the TV audience, wants to see something. You know, you don't want to go to a location and have nothing happen. It'd be a boring show. So, mm-hmm. but I, I buy in all that stuff, man. I I like watching that and uh, Paranormal Caught on Camera. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Well, anyway, yeah, let me give you my rundown of my uh, ghost story picture thing. And uh, it's interesting that you don't know whether these ghosts are attracted to a house or a location or uh, seems it seems like that's a common thread with a lot of these hauntings is a particular house or a particular space or something, I guess, that made an impression on them while they're living. They're kind of want to stay there and stay safe, maybe. But the reason I bring that up is the the picture that um, I'm going to tell you about has that same kind of theme. So uh, I work at a clinic, right? Uh, Cardiac clinic uh, Mm -hmm. in, you know, south of Houston. Anyway, so I'm at at the clinic one day and I'm at the front making some copies or doing something. And all our little medical assistant and office girls are gathered around this patient who walked in and they're looking at pictures and stuff and kind of caught my interest, but I didn't really didn't think anything of it. So, uh, making my copies or doing whatever. And then one of the girls said, Hey, uh, did you, did you see it? And I'm like, what are y'all talking about? She goes, the picture. I'm like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. And so <laughs> the, uh, the medical assistant girl and the, the lady, the patient, they walked up to me and they handed me this picture and it was like a, maybe a five by seven or something. It was, um, basically a picture of this house. And what had happened is we had, um, I think it was hurricane Ike or something had blown through. And, um, this lady, the patient, her family owned this house in, um, a city they didn't live there but they still owned the property because it was it was her mother's mm-hmm. and so they had just driven by after the storm was taking pictures just to make sure there wasn't a whole lot of damage and all and so uh anyway uh so lady hands me the picture i'm looking at it and i said well is that your house and she said yeah and i said okay and i said is that your mom there in front and she goes yeah and i'm kind of looking at it and I'm going, well, what, you know? <laughs> and the lady says, my mom's been dead for 10 years. Ugh. And I'm like, what? I said, is that it? She goes, yep. And I said, do you mean that? She goes, yep. <laughs> and the picture was taken like recently? Yeah, it was, uh, it, uh, of course, this all happened a couple years ago, but it was, you know, 10 plus years after her mom had passed away, she went by the house and uh, made sure that it wasn't damaged by the by the hurricane anyway so the picture is basically the front of their house it's in black and white and there's a a car parked in the driveway and then there's this mom figure standing there kind of kind of close to the driveway um part of her is kind of solid and some of her is kind of opaque but you can definitely see her facial features and she looks like she has her purse over her shoulder and uh but you can only see arms you can't see that good and she has like one leg you can't see at all it's not even there and then others like you can just see a barely little visible part of a leg Hmm. and so it's like she's kind of just 
standing there or whatever. Or yeah, my gosh. <laughs> but it was kind of weird. So I, I, it, it made an impression. I said, can I make a copy of this? And the lady said, sure. And so I, <laughs> I scanned it in and I have it on my, uh, uh, my photos on, you know, your email, you can send it to yourself and all that crap, but I have it stored on my pictures <laughs> on my computer. And now if I figure out how <laughs> I'll send you a copy of it, okay. I'm not real computer savvy. So, uh, we'll figure it out. Uh, most of my computer savvy is uh, going to get the wife and having her do it for me. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I wonder if it was nice for that lady to at least see her mom. Yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't like, I was so kind of taken back by the, you know, the suddenness. Is that really a, yep. So I didn't really talk to the lady, how she felt about that or go, go, go that route, you know, or does that make you sad or, you know, how she felt about it. But yeah, it's pretty interesting, but she, I guess she was upbeat about it. She was showing everybody. And plus if her, if her mom had been passed away for so many years, it's, it's not like she just recently died and she's going through a grief, grief phase, you know? Yeah. So, but it's, yeah, well, those were the stories of the Myrtle plantation stuck out to me because they were similar to some of the ones you had. Uh huh. Uh huh. Even though they're different, but you know, right. So yeah. And there again, that was, you know, a person or a spirit, I guess in her little house area that she felt safe in. Mm -hmm. So gotta be a connection there, you know? Well, I'd like to go check that out. You can go there still. Like you can, it's still open for tours. And I believe now it's a bed and breakfast. Uh-huh. So you can stay there. And um, I know that one guy who stayed there recently, he said that he was, he woke up in the middle of the night and opened his eyes and there was a little kid standing above him. And as soon as he opened his eyes, the kid said, hello. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Part of me would like to go do that and really check it out. But the other part of me, you know, I wonder if I would, if I saw something, I, if I'd like, you know, scream and run out the door like a little school girl or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, I see. So, like, I've read, um, honestly, on, like, TripAdvisor and stuff, it seems like most people who go to this one are a little disappointed. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. always a chance, I guess. Yeah. But regardless, I mean, it's a beautiful house. Yeah, man. And you know, uh, not to change subject, but back to this ghosts or spirits being attracted to a house or a place. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, they like this uh, topic you're talking about. That was 17, 1800s, you know. So if people are still seeing spirit today, my point is, I think once you get into the spiritual realm of things, then you're not necessarily in the, in the f physical universe in a physical form. Mm -hmm. uh, like, like, you know, inside a body, like a regular person. So you're not as affected by, that's just me thinking you're not as affected by, um, a timeline. So once you get into the spiritual realm, I think time is like, it's just all right now. If a ghost has been there for a hundred years or a thousand years, it's, it's, you know, that it doesn't really, it's no, <laughs> it doesn't really matter to them. It's just all now, you know? Also, one of the things that, um, so, over the quarantine, I've been like binging ghost adventures, so whatever. But one of the things that the guy on there says is, you know, sometimes he'll be using his little sound device or whatever and talking directly to a ghost, and then all of a sudden they'll just leave. And he said that is the most frustrating thing. He's like, because what happens, you know? Uh huh. 
are they going somewhere? Is it, you know, can they travel back and forth as they want to from other, you know, where, where are they going? Why aren't they talking all of a sudden? So it's be interesting to know if the ghost in this picture maybe has traveled a bit and is making a rounds, you know? Interesting. So yeah, there's a lot of spooky looking house. I'm looking at this, this picture you have posted of this plantation. It reminds, kind of reminds me of some of the, some of the old historical things in Galveston that are, uh, that are pretty spooky too. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. I don't really have anything else for this one. You have any last words, Ed? No, I think, uh, that's an interesting place. Like I said, I can see the pictures up on the screen. I got to figure out how to send the, uh, the picture I have to you as well. Okay. Yeah. We'll post it with all of these other ones too. Yeah. Well, all right, Emily. Thank you for all that. All right. Catch you next time. All righty. You take care. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks again, everybody for listening. We'll see you next Friday. Um, I just wanted to, uh, give ourselves a little pat on the back and say our last episode had a record number of listeners. We're up to 15, which I know doesn't sound like a lot, but it feels like a lot and we love you so much. And uh, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Spooky Space Podcast or on Facebook at Spooky Space Podcast. You can always send in your spooky tales to spookyspacepodcast at gmail.com. Bye.